Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Matteo and I are here hanging out. Yes. And I just witnessed the most silent chew of a chip I've ever seen and not heard. What the goddamn hell? I've been trying to. I didn't even hear. What? Wait, what? No. What kind of chip? She put a chip in her mouth, but I knew, I knew you were going to not make a noise. I knew it from your, because you're a professional. So I was like, if she knows to take a chip now as a professional, she's going to know how to eat that without a sound. And my expectations were blown out. I mean, that was like, there's, it was like a feather. Do you know what I, I watched? I've this? tried for years to eat chips like that. Do you know and what I, I always watched? get a crunch in. I watched Best in Show this weekend. Ugh, classic. And so this good. is what I'm going to say might sound I haven't seen it in years, stereotypical, but, but it. you and Jane Lynch have similar tones in your voice. I get that quite a bit. Yeah, or I get it In sometimes. a good way. In you a know good what? way. You know what I started doing? So I when I, I took a, a Facebook ad out um, like last week and on I was trying to target the ad for like one of the ads, like the joke that I was posting is like, uh, was like a coming out joke. So I wanted to post it to a gay audience. Yeah. Facebook won't let you, if you type in like gay, lesbian, nothing, you can't have that as an interest. So I was like, damn. All right. Why? What? I don't know. I don't know. What does that even mean? Apparently, I, I what don't know. What can you have as an interest if you so, if gay and lesbian can't be an interest? Well, so what I popped up is, is I was like, hmm. So then I just wrote in Jane Lynch. And Megan Repon, same fucking thing. Like that, and the, and then I was like, okay, that'll get the same goddamn people. So I was just thinking of Jane Lynch the other day because of that. Because I was like, what can I, what's code for Gayla? Ah, so hi, I'm Jane Lynch. No, She's not the actress. actress. I'm a Did lesbian. she ever do stand-up? I don't think she did stand-up, no. I don't think so. I, don't I think, think so. she did like probably, my guess is like the, maybe like a Groundlings sort of thing. Like, right. Or maybe musical theater. I don't know. She, she, um, what was, what's been her biggest movie? She's in there just a ton well, of Glee shit. was the thing that Glee that took her to a whole new, yeah, to a stra- like stratosphere. Who, right? I rise, f- but she was in Best in Show, A Mighty Wind. Um, Jane Lynch was in Best in Show. I oh, yeah, she was, she was the right, the dog, yes, owner of like of the, the rich. If you guys haven't seen Best in Show, I haven't seen it in years, but it's so funny. It's, it's like, such a classic. We have so much in common. I love Jennifer Coolidge. We both love soup. We could talk or not talk forever and still find things to not talk about. I think Jennifer Coolidge. She's a genius. She is. Did you see the You inter- look like the 4th of July. That makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. <laughs> Have you seen? I do a great job. You do a really good Jennifer. Have you seen the interview with her? I I forget which late night show it's on. Conan? Where she's talking about Ariana Grande? No. So she was in one of Ariana Grande's music videos. And they were asking her about it. And she was like, I'm not going to even begin to try to pretend to do her voice. But she was like saying, she was like, yeah, you know, it was a good time. Because like I was, nothing was really going on. And things were kind of stalled for me. And like, I didn't, I'm paraphrasing. I didn't really have any work coming in. And then, and then my friend said that Ariana Grande talked about me on an interview. And my friend was like, you should reach out to her. And I was like, no, I'm sure she doesn't do her social media. Like, I'm sure it's like robots or whatever. And then she was like, but then I did. And I reached out and was like, you know, whatever she said. And then I guess Ariana Grande wrote her back and was like, want to be in my music video. And then she was like, so I was. And then like all this work came in. But what I loved was the comments on the video were all these people being like, 
oh no, Jennifer cool. Like she said, she was like, things had like cooled off for me or like, I didn't, nothing was going on. They're like, Jennifer, like you're an icon. Like don't ever feel like you're not, things are cooled off for you. You know what I mean? Like I was like, well, even Jennifer Coolidge felt like things had cooled off for her. Isn't that great? Isn't that crazy? I, I feel like it's Jennifer just Coolidge. I know. It's it just doesn't end, does it? <laughs> I really felt like things had cooled off for me. And then I messaged Ariana Grande. And now I'm in a TV show. You think she's like, <laughs> that's like what she's really like, probably, right? Yeah. Like probably so. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> But, like, I feel like if you're going to be a performer, like, you have to have, like, the self-awareness about yourself. to Like, so she must know. Like, what Well, I had done a bunch of shows, and I did a movie, and then my agent wasn't getting a lot of calls. Oh, God. Did she, is she, do you know anything about her? Like, where does she come no. from? <laughs> I know she, she I, I, yeah, no, I actually do know a lot about her. I watched really? a bunch of, yeah, I watched interviews. She was in The Groundlings. I didn't know that. Her goal was to make it on SNL, and she didn't. She was like, I don't know what to do. And then she... Wait, Jennifer Coolidge wanted to be an SNL. Mm-hmm. See, that's interesting because her voice is so distinct. So distinctive. Yeah, that I think it would be hard for you her. I think it'd be... She's, she's from Boston? I'm from Boston. Huh. I, I didn't know I'm that. I'm a colonial girl. I love her. Thanks. I just think she's like... Well, let's just do an interview. I'll be Jennifer Coolidge. So what was it like growing up in Boston? <sighs> it was a lot of fireworks, gravestones... And beer. Were your parents supportive of you wanting to be a performer? They died. Ah, I'm sorry. Thanks. Did you mostly raise yourself or were you like... At age seven, I started to raise myself. <laughs> That's how I got this voice because I didn't have anyone to show me how to talk. Did you move <laughs> straight from Boston to LA? I was a star. You were. You I are. Played, I played Annie. I love you. No, I think she... she then she tried to make it in the Growlings and then... Um, she was like really big in the Groundlings. I think with like Lisa Kudrow and other people. And I think it was Stifler's mom that got was her first big break in American Pie. Right. And then wow, so she must have been in her like mid late thirties when she did that. I think early thirties. Yeah. Something like that. I Something. don't know. She's always looked good. She's yes. always looked the same. Totally. And and, and that's she a is a hot mom. She is. There's something about her that really. Uh, I mean, she's she's very well. She's so specific. She's like sexual. She's so specific yeah. in her presence and her delivery mm -hmm. and her you know like it's hard to, but one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite lines ever she played the stepmom in Cinderella the Hillary Duff version of Cinderella and she goes and Cinderella's name in the movie was Sam so she goes Sam we have to have a talk you're not pretty and you're not talented I'm glad we had that talk <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Barbara Walters was interviewing Celine Dion and what did she Celine <laughs> you were not pretty and you were and you had vampire teeth and the children called you vampire girl and you weren't attractive tell me about that yeah. <laughs> what did she's she like say? god I just, damn I just watched another interview with her where she was she was a terrible interviewer Barbara Walters was yes she was really? like Dolly Parton you you look like a freak <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know what she said to her? She, legitimately what she said to her was she goes, uh, she goes, um, I wouldn't have, I'm confusing my impressions now. I, I didn't want to ask you this. I only do one impression. I didn't want to ask you this, but um, my assistant asked me, so I feel that if she's the one who asked, I'm going to ask for her. Your breasts and the way you look, is it real? 
And she, at one point she goes, now my people, where I'm from, would call you a hillbilly. I remember that. What a fucking psycho, like, what, like, like, here, I'm, I'm gonna. Dolly Parton's such a legend. She's Dolly Parton, and Dolly handled it with such fucking class. Good for her. So Jennifer Coolidge went from. I just want everyone to remember in case. <laughs> Do you have it pulled? You can, wow. you for the customers. She's probably like, you know what, you know what, fucking, it was one, Barbara, it was one kid once, but like, you just are like pulling the most out of that. Also, what 12 year old is beautiful? Sure. When I was 12, I had one eyebrow. Right. I weighed about six pounds. I had braces. I had that weird mustache that was coming in. Mm. My Adam's apple entered the room before I did. And my hair split down the side of my head that I styled with LA looks. The fuck do you want from me, Barbara Walters? She literally already said, I come from a family. I was 14. I was the youngest of 14. My family had no money. We were very poor. Is that why you're fucking gross? Right. All I had was singing. And she's like, but why were you not beautiful? Right. right. I really want to ask that question. I I, I don't mean to hop on this, Celine. I really don't mean to hop on this, Celine. But why when you were poor (laughs) with no money and 14 brothers and sisters and shared a room with seven of them, why weren't you beautiful? You need to get your shit together. She's like, God <laughs> damn. When was the first time you shaved? Like, what's that conversation? Is that like, what she asked Celine? No, for you, when you had that little mustache. Yeah, she's like, and when did you start shaving your face? Also, like, when did you start shaving? When did you shave down those vampire teeth? Right. <laughs> when? I still see a little bit. <laughs> she's like, I wish, I wish she was a vampire and sucked the blood out of Barbara's neck and just shut her up. I've never watched a Barbara interview, I don't think. Well, I'll tell you, they're rough. (laughs) (laughs) I did a Barbara Walters interview once. It was terrible. I want to, I want, doesn't see like. She called me a vampire girl. If I could see a sex tape with like any celebrity right now, it's Jennifer Coolidge, I think. I just sort of lay down and say, go for it. That's what I kind of picture. There's a great like viral TikTok. It's just like panning up from her legs all the way to her face. When it gets her face, she just goes, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Ariana Grande does an impression of her too. Yeah. And Celine Dion. Wait, she does? Yeah, she does Celine Dion and uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Ariana Grande does an impression of Celine Dion and Jennifer Coolidge like she's Mateo? <laughs> she is Italian. Here. Yeah, right? Yeah. If, uh, Celine, I want to know why you were poor. Why weren't you trying harder? I was stressed out trying to feed my siblings. And eh, not good enough for me. Let's see. Ariana Grande... Jennifer Coolidge. Let's see whose impression's better. Probably hers, let's be honest. Well, what, when was the first time that you shaved? Like, was it like you took your dad's razor sneakily? No, my dad had to show me how. Mm, uh, Armin does impressions while recording a voiceover. Good. Yours is better. That was good. Let's that was real. Her Jennifer. Oh my god, her her Jennifer Coolidge is yeah. so good. Her Jennifer Coolidge is so good. So much pigment, fucking drowning in pigment. So much pigment, drowning in pigment. Where? What is that accent? Like, is it like? I don't. It's Boston. Is it? Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
I find her. I find Jennifer Coolidge slightly attractive. She's beautiful. Yeah, there's and something she's about funny. her. Funny. Yeah. And talented. She oozes like sex One appeal time, in a weird so, way. In um, a Mighty Wind, they were like, um, he goes, "So have you ever played an instrument?" No. Well, almost. I had a friend who offered me to play the piccolo, but I said no. <laughs> no, she, that's what she goes. She goes, did you used to play an instrument? She goes, not really. One time a friend offered me to play the piccolo. So kind of. I said no. I did um, acupuncture the other day. Now, I've done acupuncture. Ac- ac- Acupuncture, Acupun- yeah. Acupun- acupuncture? There's acupressure and acupuncture. Acu- How do you say it? Acupuncture. Acupuncture. Yeah. I did it once for my arm. You only did it one time. And my time. back, and it really worked. And you just did one time, you didn't do a series Twice, of them? Twice, once for my arm, once for my back. Wow. And it really worked. Because a lot of times they make you go in like a bunch of times. to like. So it's great you got the effect from... I mean, I felt something from yesterday, but I'm going to go in again. I got a couple sessions of it. There's I, a place right by here that does it. That's really good. Really? Mm-hmm. I had done it before in Maine in high school. I used to go see an acupuncturist. So she was awesome. But then I just stopped. And then I was like, there's one near me in the East Village. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I want to try it out. Because I was like, I want to like start exploring. Where are you having pain? I wasn't having pain anywhere. But when I had to get the biopsy on the nodule on my neck that was like five, benign or whatever. Which benign is like the hardest word to spell for me. Mm, benign. N-I-N-E. Whatever I spell I comes out to the definition no, of benay. Wait, let's both try. B-E-N-I-G-N. Really? B-E-N-I-G-N. No. Wow. I mean. I'm a terrible speller. I don't have dyslexia, but I am the world's worst speller. Terrible. B-E-N-I-N-G-I-N-A-O-N. I mean, that's how I would have spelled it. So McDonald had a farmo. That's what that sounds like. That's how I spell it. That's really not a fair song for kids who have dyslexia. Yeah, I just learned it was spelled bingo right now when you spelled it out. And I've heard that song. I'm 36. And bingo was his name. Yeah, I didn't know that's what it was. So I was like, but why they spell B-I-N-G-O if bingo was his name? I got no fucking, like, it's like, whoop. But benign is like, because I was trying to text people like, oh, it's benign. But then I was like, but do they have to remove? Any no, because it's like a total. I mean, I I was like, I want to get it removed, and they're like, No, it don't. Like, because then they have to take your thyroid out, and they're like, It's also ah! yeah, and they're like, It's totally benign. Like, lots of you, it's very seventy percent of people have nodules on their neck, like blah blah. And I was like, Get it out of here, because I saw the X ray of it, and I was like, I can't. Ew! I can't even notice it. It's. My, the doctor noticed it, but then now I like whatever. But so you don't want to get it. Don't want to get removed, but I was like, wow, this is like a wake up call. I want to start like taking like better care of myself. And then I was thinking of like, what are good things for stress? And I had stopped working out. I even canceled my gym membership, but I got another one. Not same the, gym, different gym. This one's because I was, I just wasn't using it. Yeah. Joining a gym like that's great if you use it. But then I joined uh, this other gym, Temple Fitness. Oh, on 23rd Street? No, it's right next to my place in the East Village. Oh, okay. It's really, so I, I was, I Oh, just, you moved. Yeah, so I I'm, keep thinking you're in the Lower East Side. I'm like, where the fuck is there a temple gym over there? This, it's right in the, I'm right in the East Maybe Village. Maybe we should blur, bleep out it's the okay. gym It's okay, East to. Village bi- is big. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like, I'm not like right above, I'm, I'm in the vicinity. But I started going to it uh, again, because I was like, and then I was like, and I'm going to do acupuncture. And I did it yesterday, and- the receptionist you'd think would be a little more chill at a fucking acupuncture place. Well, 
So I go in and she needs it. She was my appointment was at 11 and I got there at like 1058 and I had already filled out all the paperwork online. So I came I went in and right away, like the energy coming from her is like, like not it was just like not acupuncture. Like she was like, I didn't have a mask on. So right. I see the sign on the door that said you have to wear a mask. So I like clip the door open. and I go, I didn't bring a mask. Could I borrow one? And she was like, (sighs) and I was like, And then she was like, your appointment is at what time? And I was like, 11. So I'm like, it's starting about now. But I did the paperwork online and she was like, just like, seems like rip shit for no reason. So I was like, oh God, like, I hope this isn't, woman isn't an acupuncturist because she's going to like- Get on the table. Exactly. Like slap me in the face. That's what I was expecting. But then she opens the door and it's like totally zen and calm and cool and chill. So they closed the door on that woman and I was like, and then- we did the acupuncture <laughs> and it was one where it was like, there's a, bu- there was like three tables in the room. Have you ever done one of those? No, I had not either. Like uh, other people will be in there with you. Other people were in there. Yeah. No, but it was like separated by sheets. That's and, not a separation. Yeah. I, so I was like, Oh, okay. All right. And then I, and then I was like, all right, what's going to happen? Cause and then I was whispering cause I didn't want to disturb the person laying there with fucking pins and needles in their head. So I was like whispering and the woman was like, are you losing your voice? And I was like, no, I didn't want to, I don't want to wake up the fucking, that fucking guy. And she was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. So we talked a little bit. She did check my pulse, did some stuff. And then there was this one area I was like, ow, it's like, what's that one? My spleen. So really? I, yeah. I go, what's going on with my spleen? And she was like, voice down. I'm like, bitch. Not really. That did. But I was like, my spleen, my spleen. The secretary comes back in. She's like, what did you say? <laughs> Smashes the needle into me deeper. I'm like, ow. But I did so that I was like, I don't know. I know nothing about the motherfucking spleen, but you better believe. So while the needles are all in me, I was laying there. And do you ever just get like that impulse? You want to Google something so bad. Like when you want to Google it right away. Yeah. So I had the needles in me and I had my phone in my pocket. Oh, Emma. And after 10 minutes, I was like, because I'm supposed to lay there for like 45 fucking minutes. Yes. To get the effect, you have to sit there still. so I You're was like, Googling? I felt like I was fucking in the born identity. I felt like I was in Mission Impossible. That's ding, what it felt ding. like. Because I was like, I, I wanted to get it, but I had a needle in my hand, arm, and chest, and also all over my head. So I was like, I couldn't do any sudden movements. Ding, ding, so I was like, ding, moving, ding, moving. Ding, and then I like, ding, ding, I got it. And it was like, ding, inch, ding, and then also ding, ding, the woman, the acupuncturist, walking by, and I knew she wouldn't like that. What was so, she going to say? You. Yeah, like, eject, eject. The woman comes in, throws me out in the street. I've still got the needles in me. <laughs> I, I got the phone. I got the phone and I like did it as a, what? and then I was like holding it up. And if the phone had dropped in my head, it would have pushed the needle into my brain. Emma, what are you doing? I mean, not really. It wouldn't have really pushed the needle in my brain. But No, that but, would be an extremely strong needle. And if I died from that, so be it. You know like, what I'm how saying? How did she die? Googling. Googling. Wait, like, let's take a break real quick. All right, we're back. We're and back. Emma was just talking about how she almost killed herself yeah. in a bed at an acupuncture. Yeah. I mean, I felt like, I really did feel like I could survive in the wild from doing this. because I, I From this? Yeah, I felt like a MacGyver. Because it was in my pocket, needles all over me. And I'm like, mm-hmm, and then I get it out. Well, the needles don't stop you from moving. You can move. But they pinch a little. Yeah, the, the men... To be in one spot. It's a little spot. poke. Yeah, because I didn't want to move them or have the woman see me. So I like pull it out and then I'm holding it over my head and I Google spleen. 
And then I'm like reading about my spleen. And then when she came over and saw me, I couldn't suddenly move it back, got it back in. And then she she gave me a little scolding. She was like, it really defeats the purpose if you're going to Google. Yes. And the only, you couldn't wait 45 minutes I to Google? I really, do you ever get that urge you just want to Google something so bad? Not in the middle of acupuncture. Yeah. When it's not like detriment. Like if I'm not in a situation where I'm like, I need to Google this for my life. Like, I don't know. It was like, because also 45 minutes, that's a long time to just, I mean, I don't meditate. If I ever try to like, quote unquote, meditate, it would be like a five minute endeavor. 45 minutes, no sounds, no music. Yeah, that's fine. Just, I mean, I'll lay there and look at the sky for eight minutes, but 45 minutes. And also it was like 10 a.m. Like it felt like too early to just be like. So we're just addicted to our phone. Oh, yeah. I'm so addicted to my phone. Yeah, same. So addicted. Same. But I'm going to go back. I got three sessions because I want to get my fucking spleen fixed. What's wrong with your spleen? I don't even know what a spleen is. It's like on the left side of your rib cage. I Crazy. Think. Isn't the human body amazing? Isn't it? Okay. Like, isn't it the left side of your rib cage, your spleen? Could be in your butt. I have no Rebecca's idea. Rebecca's looking right now. No, it is. I Googled it. It is. And it like regulates. And what does it do? <sighs> Spleen stuff. I don't know. Do you it need it? It's an important part of your immune system, vague. but you can survive without it. Well, then it's not that important. That's vague. Spleen, thyroid. Like there's just like all this stuff where I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? I want to get it all checked out and fixed up. So I'm going to go back and like, but you, so you believe in it? The spleen? The, the acupuncture. The acupuncture. Lucky. Yeah, I, I, I have tendinitis, embarrassingly it's enough. It's supposed to be really good for from that. Holding the microphone so still. For being so long on stage, holding the microphone. Wow. That my arm starts spasming and hurting. Are you serious? Yes. From holding the microphone like that, because I hold the microphone a specific way. And just, you know, we do... Six shows in a week, and your arm is in the same position for six hours. It is a long, yeah, because because like it's like it was so. First, my chiropractor, so it was so tender that my chiropractor would like massage it out, and it was in so much pain. Then they have a wellness center, so the guy would inject natural sugar shots into yep. my arm, and then eventually put in cortisone because the inflammation was so bad. And then it started getting bad again, so I went to an acupuncture. And I said, it's just my arm. He goes, you want anything else? I was like, really? It's just my arm. So he just, he had me lay there and had like put them in specific places. And it did. It made my arm feel so much better. Did they tell you to start holding in a different way or like try? I like, switch arms now. Oh, okay. That which sense. I hate, but I do. I switch arms now. Just like, because after a show, I can feel like in my arm, like. Because you're just like not moving it. Yeah. Pretty much stays the same. Because I'll kind of like move my hand around a little bit. I mean, it move like I'm moving it, but right. I'm, I usually I hold it up, and my left hand is doing all the expression. It makes a lot of sense to keep it in the same place though, because it's like good for your vocal pitch. So probably someone who has like a background in like singing. I have good mic know, technique. It is a good thing to like the keep it because like a lot of times mics go in and out based on where you. No, I very good. I also learned mic technique from it being a singer. So right, I have totally. very good. Like when I'm louder, I pull it away. When I need right. to be closer, like I need to have sound coming back at me sure. like in the monitor so that it can hear my voice because sometimes I'm going to be quieter and louder. So I've been pretty good with my voice in that sense. But um, Freezing up your arm. I hurt my arm. Damn. Not from like tennis. Right. The gym. War. Right. Something even more manly. Masturbating. Masturbating furiously. Right. Just 
holding my arm in the same place to do a show. Damn. Well, because Lexi was like, she was like, I think it's a little like, she seemed not, she was like, I'm glad that you believe in it. But she was like, I don't know. And then I was like, no, there was this one point that was undeniable where when she put it in, I was like, whoa, and that's the spleen. And I was like, it was on my leg. And she was like, are you sure they didn't just like push the needle in harder there? And I was like, no. I think I did. It is weird that like Eastern and Western meds don't agree on certain things. But I, I, I believe acupuncture has been around forever and it's, it really does work. I believe wholeheartedly. And also I believe like energy and energy flow and like blood flow and like all of that, whatever. Well, it's weird. They're like, well, this is connected to this. Yes. And you're like, what? I but believe it's true. It. I mean, things are all connected. Your you body's know, not like they're all separate islands. And it's your like, foot is everything's supposed to be connected at the end of your foot. I need a foot massage. It's the best thing in the world. It is the best. Thing it's in the, the best thing in the world. So you're coming up. Are you? You're. Are you? You're traveling a bunch coming up. I'm traveling a ton. Have you been good about staying healthy? Right, like keeping your routine. This past, I had strep throat. Fuck. Um, like a month ago. Oh my god, I haven't I haven't even heard about strep throat. Well, it whatever. happened quickly. I woke up and I had I couldn't swallow and I had white splotches oh in the god. back of my mouth. So I called my doctor and like, yeah, it's strep. So they treated me and I immediately felt better. Good. But then I kind of got like a cold. So I just haven't been in the gym or eating healthy for the past three weeks. Yes. Um, so yesterday was like my first day. It's like diet. Yeah. Gym. Like, just start today. Totally. So after this, I'm going to go to the gym. Have That's the big food. thing. Being like, I'm going to start again. And then not like, because I was, it was, I was almost like preventing myself from starting again because I was mad at myself for say, taking such a long time off, mm-hmm. which is totally counterintuitive to be like, don't start because you're mad that you hadn't started before, yeah, but I was do doing it. it. But yeah, just that's what it. it is. You just have to force yourself to do it, you know? And your body will like, although I did a assessment with um, a trainer at the gym and first of all, this guy's like ex- gorgeous. Like he's probably like 50, but he looks like if George Clooney was a trainer, mm-hmm. like, I, like he's like, I want to, I feel like the word like devilishly handsome applies and I like him. He's very like matter of fact, but, when we were doing the assessment, there was some, this like bike thing. that's like a total body workout thing. You're, I was supposed to do three, three rounds of 30 seconds. I got through two and I must've looked like I was about to faint. So he stopped me and he goes, okay, champ, let's just pick this up again Wednesday. And I was like, champ. Right. when they call you champ, it's not good. That's something it, you grew up. Not good. Or you lived in Boston. Why is it everyone in Boston? Hey, boss. What's up, boss? How can I help you, boss? I felt like everyone called me boss. I'm like, okay, I'm not I, your boss. I have a theory about it. And this, I hope this isn't offensive to Boston, but it might be because like people are like a little bit like insecure. So it's like you want to call people like the most hyper masculine thing you can think of so that they don't get mad at you. Because it's like if you call them boss, like if you call them anything else, they're like, like, I'm the boss. Is it like saying like, hey, sweetheart? Yes. No, it's like saying like, like captain, like, hey, buddy, captain, but like, like, like the boss of the captain. Captain Jack Sparrow. That's how I feel like. Welcome to Starbucks. Right. Was it mostly like who was calling you boss? I know, it was like these old Boston dudes last yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, boss. Right, exactly. Like, what? It boss. It's a, it's a sign of respect. I feel. Where were you in Boston? Downtown. It's respect. It's like, it's like calling you like big guy, but like. Faggot. No. It's like, it's good. Uh, uh, getting called boss is good. I think. Yeah. Um. How would you explain before we go? What, how much time do we have for. So I got into a, a discussion with a, 
family friend of mine. He was asking genuine questions. Mm. I mean, they're they're from Italy. And they were like asking questions like really American like questions. And so he goes, why is it that like other gay people can call each other fag or faggot, but not other people? And then my explanation was like, well, usually like when a word is used to discriminate against somebody, we use it as a form to take that word back and and like it's it's like acknowledging someone else has been through the same experience as you've been in. Sure. So it's coming from a place of like, I'm where you've been. We're in this together. It like uplifts you as a community kind of. Not, not obviously not everybody uses that word and that's totally fine. Um Yeah, it's like reclaiming it. It's always so interesting to me right. when people even because to me that seems so like, you know, clearly it's reclaiming it, but it's interesting. I think when people ask that or when it's like ever the conversation, well, why can't I use that word? It's like, it's it's just like blinding of how like, you know, for whatever reasons p- people are like unaware of what other people are going through. Because it's right. like, do you understand like the levels? I had a, a comedian sent me a voice memo the other day. We were talking. He was like, hey, I just wanted to run this by you. Like, I want to do a joke. But in the joke, like he was like, I, this gay guy called me the F word. And he's like, and I'm, I'm like retelling the story in the retelling of the story about how the gay guy calls me the F word. Can I say the F word? And I was like, oh, that's tricky. And I was like, I don't know. I really don't know. I, mm. Cause to me, yes. And I was like, but I also quoted someone else saying the R word in a joke. And like that ended up being way too touchy. So I just like changed the verbiage. I don't know if the joke needs it, but I, that word also is a hard hitting, like funny word. But I was like, I would say probably no. Cause like, so he, but I, but I don't know, but that's a tricky one. Cause like, could, if someone was quoting it, I feel like probably you or I would be okay with it depending on the person and the vibe behind it. Mm. But I was like, I'd probably err on being like. Well, it's also like, are they trying to find an excuse to be able to say that word? And I did not feel that at all. No, I don't think I know that, but I know that too. But there are people. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I my way that I sort of explained it is I was like, oh, you know, like sometimes like sometimes too, you have to be really careful, like how you ask people questions, like sure. even if it's a place of like trying to understand. But like usually when someone's been marginalized or oppressed in some kind of way, they don't want to feel like they have to educate you. Absolutely. Like if you're an adult and you have questions. Google it. Right. Because it really shouldn't be. You know, and I'm happy to talk to people who I feel are genuinely asking me questions like we're in a safe space and they feel comfortable with me and they want to ask me questions. That's fine. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, if a stranger is like, why can't I do this? Right. Like, you're like 30. I'm like, and also like, do you think I give one half ounce of one flying fuck about you? Like, you could light yourself on fire right now. And the only thing I would think would be like, oh, God, do I have to like bear witness to this in court? Like. Like, why can't you do this? I don't know. Why can't you? I, I, like, You're why like, God, you I wish I had a move? marshmallow. Like, to- make amen. Use of totally. This. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. It just was like a weird moment where I, and I wasn't offended at all. Like, I've sure. known this, this person forever. Like, they were just genuinely asking questions about cultural differences. Totally. Were completely different cultures. So, like, that also is like a huge standing point where it's like, oh, this person's not from this country, didn't grow up here, doesn't understand the way we use And it's words. great for you to absorb that because then he's asking, they're asking you and not someone else who could be, you know what I mean? Like it's a way to like Where get it, it could go moving. totally wrong. You've got the capital to yeah. them. I had, there was someone who quote, who was quoting someone else and they used, they were talking about how this person, it was a white woman and they were talking about how this person lost their mind and started using a word that's like a derogatory word towards Asian people, but they used the word in retelling it, but they kept, they were like, 
reenacting the person. They're like, and then they were like, and kept saying, and I was like, and I was. They probably said it like five times because they were like acting out this newscaster that lost their mind saying it. And they were like hitting it when they were saying it. And I was like, I was just like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's. And then but as they were doing it, it was just so intense. I I didn't realize I did this. I put my hand out and went like this, like to try to make them stop. (laughs) And because we were at dinner and I went like, like they were like, oh, the newscaster just lost her mind. And on the air, they were like, well, yeah. and, And at the third one, I just went, I went, okay, okay, okay. And then I just like grabbed it like to take it out of their mouth and i didn't realize i did that until afterwards when this is a very emma because i was like move i knew they were quoting someone but it was it's still like you're like i heard people say things and if i was going to quote them back i would i would manage to find a way to say it especially it's like nine o'clock the person's had a bunch of wine and they're like just say but it's like you're like uh 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 I saw some crazy shit a couple weeks ago. What? This was fucking crazy. Fireworks. It's actually someone that you had uh, interaction with when we were that um uh, while t- but so it was I did this show and there was someone doing characters on the show and it was at a real like hipster place out in Brooklyn. Did I have a bad interaction with this? Person? Um yes, it was the person that was like, "Oh, you're trying to get on the show at Moon Tower." Yeah. But so I was at this uh the Moon Tower, the festival yeah. told people at the festival that I was begging for spots. Which is insane. Insane. <laughs> the most insulting thing. It's insane. It's in the rude. World. Begging. But, so I was at this for show Moon Tower for seven minutes. Cr- crazy. And also it's like say that was the case, which of course it's not. Why would you ever say that in front of other people? It's just like it was, weird. Everything about it was insane. So this was weird, and I don't know how I don't know if I necessarily handled it right. Like well, I just left this. I left and then I was like, I'm going to say something and da, da, da. And then Lexi was like, no, like it's not worth it. But so we were at the show, Alt Space in Brooklyn. I would say the audience was, I would like 98.99% white. And there was someone who, I'm just like leaving some wiggle room in case I miss somebody. But it was like, we're there. And then someone was doing, a, they were doing characters and then one of the characters, and I couldn't, I like couldn't believe this. Like I was on my phone and as I heard it happening, I was like, I literally, this is gonna sound so stupid. I literally look up and like, I looked at Lexi and went, racist? And she went, yes. And I was like. <laughs> what was the character? It was a person, and this is a white straight person doing this, a person who, it, it was, um, it was like something like making fun of a Mexican name and then the character was someone who doesn't speak English. Like it Were literally they supposed to be Latino. They're supposed to be, yeah. And I couldn't believe it. And then also, I was like, "You fucking sniveling little pricks!" That they were laughing at it because laughing to me is a cosign. Mm. So I'm like, "How did this equation just happen? You fucks!" Because I bet you're the same fucking people that are so quick to be like, "You didn't say the right thing about that. You didn't recycle the dog's poop." Like whatever they're saying, and then they're there, and it and it was like massage did. It wasn't the first character they did. So they do a string of characters, and then one of them is like, "No, abla inglés, like da da da." And I was like wait a minute, what? Like, it was like an equivalent of, uh, uh, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. And I was, it took, like, I'm like on my phone while I'm hearing it happen. I'm like, is he pretending not to be gay? What the fuck? And then, so I was like, um, we're going to leave. And then like, cause Lexi was like, I can't believe this. And I was like, we're going to go. Like, I don't want, we can't be around this stuff. So I left. I'm like, I'm going to talk to the manager. And, I'm like, and she was like, don't cause it's all in. And I didn't know what to do. And so I was like, I was like, I'm gonna say something, and I didn't like know who to say something to. And she was like, No, you don't want to because you might have to interact. But I didn't know what to do, so I did, we just left. But I couldn't believe it. You could message the the guy doing the characters and be like, I just want to give you a heads up. I really would stay away from doing that, but it, and it was also just so like 
great. Well, also, I guess you can say, like, it's out of your hands. It's not your responsibility. You didn't book the show. You didn't know who was going to be on the show. And right. that person's going to have to it was crazy. face their own their own. Uh, That's what we kind of decided, because I was kind of like, also, and then. Also, it's not like this is something that he did 10 years ago. And no, it's no. Like, and it was also. Oh, okay, well, they've learned from that. It was like, also well-received. <laughs> That was the other thing. That's also Are you sure it wasn't like, I'm trying to figure out how it was well-received in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, they were, it was well-received. They weren't like trying to be from Spain? Nope. That's what I said. I'm trying to think. That's what I said too. That's what I said. Not to them, but like, because everyone's co-signing it, I'm like, well, Brooklyn usually is like. To call myself out, it took me like six, it was a long, it probably took me like four or five minutes of like literally like, 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 no, t- only speak taco like that. What? Me to be, it was like that type of bad. It took me a long, and I, and then I said, were they impersonating a white racist? And like, no, they were doing a character of someone who like doesn't speak English and is trying fuck. to be a comedian. Yeah, fuck. So I was like, I said this. I said like too. I go, I go, I went racist. And Lex was like, and then I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I think that they're trying to be from Spain. And she was like, <laughs> she was. They're like, really talking about jamon a lot. Yeah, like I was really trying to, and then she was like. No, and then it was interesting too because it was like part. She was like, you know, a lot of times it's like if that. Like the climate is now, like if someone had done that, like if he had done like an Asian voice or another voice, people probably more quickly would have been like, but the, it was just like a palpable, like, just like, it was like a lot of misfires there. And then we, Fuck. I know. And then we, then we ate pizza in silence on the car ride home. And, I, <laughs> and then I kept going like, well, it's not I'm a reflection gonna... on you, by the way. I just want to give you like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm sure that went through your head. Like it was a little bit, it took a me a long time to pick up in it. Cause I was like listening, like nodding along. And then I'm like, Hey, racism. Hey, wait a minute. But it was just crazy shit. I, I guess I should be, I guess it's very white of me even to be like, this is crazy. This is crazy. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's not something you do shows every single night and it's not something you've seen Never. after the past 10 not years. Even, so it is fair to say like, that's a little crazy. No, you're right. Okay. You're right. It's not even like, not even close. Like uh, years ago, I saw someone doing a quote unquote typical Asian accent in LA and people were like, no, you know what I mean? Like I right. haven't seen anything even like in the, in the realm of close to it. Right. I truly can't. I mean, maybe you see a straight guy do a quote unquote gay voice, but even that it's not like that. It's not like that. Right. Yeah, so cause we'll some, say. Cause yeah, sometimes I hear straight guys do gay voices and I'm like, well, they're not wrong sometimes depending on <laughs> totally <laughs> depending on the joke part of something yeah de- depending on the joke i've heard a lot of offensive jokes and sometimes i hear things I'm like they're not trying to be offensive if like it's the funny, intent behind this is not to exactly be or if it's funny and it has like there's like some reason for it like then gr- then that's like a totally if the reason different- is to just say faggot or make fun of gay people right we- i i have a issue if you're telling a story and someone spoke a specific kind of way I can look past it. And it's also like... Because I yeah. can't also be like, well, I'm not I'm not accepting the truth here. Right. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's different if it's a reference of something that actually happened versus some guy who's like, I'm going to make up a Mexican character. Right. Like, what? I'm going to make up a gay guy that only gets AIDS and sucks dick their, for their whole life. And then you're like, why? Like, what's this? What is this? What is this doing? Like, where is yeah. this? Like, what's the, what's the point of this? Like, there was a joke I was working on where I was mentioning, uh, like kids in wheelchairs but it wasn't obviously not making fun of them i think emma's the problem yeah i'm the so i was talking about i was trying to write about how they put kids in special ed on a separate bus because eh. it was like why like it, if they were gonna make if they weren't gonna make fun of us before like us being on a separate bus like certainly doesn't help but the reason you're on this joke did not work i'm not pursuing it but 
the reason they did the separate bus was because kids on wheelchairs needed the separate bus. So then they just put the special ed kids on the bus. And it's like, did they want us to drive the bus? Like, why were they doing that? But even when I like would mention wheelchairs, like people be like, <gasps> and so I was like, you know what? If I'm going to mention it, it better be so fucking good. This isn't a funny enough or good enough observation to even. So I just like basically say, put it through a very intense filter if you're going to talk about something like that. Yeah. I mean, actually, you know what happened to me? Speaking of Moon Tower, I think I talked about it on this show. I had an incident with a comedian backstage who, who I don't was. Know if you did talk about it on the show. Oh. There's, this has come full circle. So I, I, I was already flustered enough at, um, at Moon Tower because right. it was just such a clusterfuck. Like, and keep in mind, Mateo had a huge theater show that was amazing. Yes, but everything else was a mess. Right. And um, <clears throat> anyway, so I, uh, the first show was unscheduled and scheduled and unscheduled, and it was, I was like very confusing. And they're supposed to send cars for us because we don't know where they are. And then right. no one sent a car, and then I got there. They're like wrote my name in everyone else's name is printed even though they had told me before like everything about it's like you're not welcome you right. know what I mean so I'm like well that's nice right so I was sitting and there was a comic there and I did not know them and um they weren't really I mean, it wasn't like whatever so I went on stage and I did my drive-by faggot yeah. bit where I get called a drive-by faggot it was like faggot right and um they went up afterwards and I was watching with two other comics and they were trying to roll off the punches of that joke because the joke went really well my right. set went really well and they're a cis straight white male and they said of course you got called that Mateo look at you you know what I mean <laughs> blah 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 this and that like and it just blah, blah. Right. now I was on prednisone no. because I had an ear infection and I had just gotten over COVID. Yeah, not today. So not the prednisone the really got me going. Yeah. So I was like sitting backstage and I was at the cooking. To, to, yes, I was just gonna you say that. Cooking. And like to quote you, I yeah. was fucking You're cooking. cooking. You're like, oh I was like, fuck it. Oh. And I and I that I love Emma. I was gonna You're say cooking. cooking. Yeah, he I got, love that. He turned on the oven. He, he turned, just he oh, full blast yeah. broil going. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm furious. Poor Rosebud witnessed the whole thing. And they came backstage and I turned into a real housewife of New Jersey. Good. The second they came backstage, I was like, the fuck are you doing calling me a faggot on stage? Right. And they were like, no, no, that's not what I was saying. The joke didn't go well. I was like, yeah, it didn't go well. You just basically told the whole audience that I deserve to get called a faggot. Faggot? And they like really shut down. Like, I'm really sorry. That is absolutely not what I meant. And, uh, but, what you did. and I just turned right next to me and kept talking to the other comic. And so Good for you. Oh, that's a... But it was in front of everybody. Right. And then they came up to me like 10 minutes later with like tail between the legs. Like, Mateo, I really want to apologize for what happened. And I was like, we don't know each other. It's like if we knew each other and it was playful, I get it. But like, we don't know each other. And it's just been, uh, I, I just, I no. The answer yeah, is no. Because what people did laugh at that? What if they're all like, yeah. But yeah. Then, but then I, I really was on my high. And a lot of people witnessed this, right? So then the next show, of course, I was, I, I'm furious and I'm cooking and I'm on prednisone <laughs> and I go to the next show and they're like, you were begging to be on this show. I was ah! already mad. I was already on, I was furious. Right. Anyways, weeks passed by and a friend of mine called and she said that, oh, someone brought that up. I was with a bunch of comics in LA and they brought up that incident. And I really thought about it. And I had spoken to two really close friends of mine who are friends with this guy and like, that is not how he feels. That's not who he is. I think it's so and, good you said and, something. And I, I said, you know what? I feel bad mm. for the way I behaved. I could have pulled him aside. I didn't have to make a scene in front of everybody. It, restraint and, of pen and tongue, you almost always, like, you feel better about that in retrospect. So I called him. I reached out to him on Instagram. and said, can I call you? And they're like, sure. I'm like, I'm getting over the stomach flu. I'm so sorry. I called and I said, I want to apologize. I said, 
I was really mad at what you said. And the reason why I was mad, I know that you didn't go on stage and say, this guy's a faggot, but you just have to understand it's been 12 years of standup and I've been doing this for so long and I've dealt with every kind of homophobia mm-hmm. you can possibly imagine. I had really kind of had it and I yeah. was already on prednisone. Right. I was like, so unfortunately you took the brunt of, of like 12 years of frustration and I, I should have pulled you aside and had a conversation with you and should not have made that right. in front of everybody. He goes, you have no need to apologize. You had every, every right to be angry with me and I shouldn't have done it. I was insecure because your set went so well that I panicked and I tried to use your last joke to right. help my joke. Right. And the joke I was trying to make is that, you know, uh, I wish I was good enough looking as you to be called that. Wow. That's like, isn't that, isn't that so interesting? Like that, oh, that's what you meant to say? Right. But, yeah. So he's like, well, really the real problem was my mom didn't give me a birthday present when I was in second grade. And I was right. trying to say, I just wish that my mom loved me more. And you're like, but, huh? But, but he, he, we both it was a really beautiful moment mm-hmm. i was like i'm really glad with this talk because i just don't want i don't i don't like holding grudges and Absolutely. I, we don't know each other and i only i have great friends who have great respect for you and so i'm apologizing for the way it behaves and he's like don't apologize great because i'm apologizing for what i said and we just had like a really good moment and i feel like so much better about it resentment is it's like, like a warmth goes through your yeah, chest yeah, when you because resentment is not it's like taking a poison and it's like wanting to poison someone else, but you're like taking the poison and it's affecting mm. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's, I didn't come up with that, but it's like, <laughs> that, that's not, that's, that's like a famous thing. I know, thing. like I have heard that before, yeah, but you really did make it sound yeah, great. But it's like you, it doesn't, it just Resentment is, you. Po- is you poisoning yourself. It's po- you're poisoning yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you're resentful. I'm Italian. Sometimes yeah. I'm really fucking resentful. I get it. I fucking get it. Wow, we went through, we went through a lot we here did. today. Thank you guys so much. As always, I'm going to get a new watch. I don't know why this watch is like a, a mess. Do we want to promote where we're going to be? Let's do it. You go first. I went first last time. I will be in July. By the time this comes out, I will have had my shows in Chicago. So I, oh wait, no, I will be in Chicago July 21st through 23rd. And I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa, July 29th and 30th. Okay. I am going to be, no, this is my old one. Okay. When does this go up again, Rebecca? Oh, so the 21st. Okay, so I'm still going to be in Miami. Uh, I'll be adding an extra show on that Sunday, the 24th. Go to MateoLaneComedy.com for our added show. Montreal, July 28th, the 30th. And um, Provincetown, P-Town, this will sell out. We just moved a a new show to the Town Hall Theater, uh, August 20th to 22nd. So if you can get tickets, uh, we'd love to see ya. Also, I'll be in Cleveland. I haven't promoted that show yet. but I'll be in Cleveland September 23rd and 24th if anybody... Wants to come. I have never been to Cleveland before. Really? Mm-mm. Never? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a nice city. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone. Like and subscribe. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.